Beyond the Dice is a Dungeons & Dragons 5th edition actual play podcast set in a cyberpunk city called New Etika. I'm your Dungeon Master Luke and your players are... Ben, I'll be playing Cortain, level 5 human fighter. It's Peter, and I'm reforming back into Spigs, the level 5 dwarf artificer. Hello, Trav, little moss, level 5 monk. That's me. And hey, I'm Levi. I'm still polymorphing into my new character, so yeah, we'll, we'll figure that out later. All right, and our friends who are listening in their ear holes to our voices, uh, we're not playing Dungeons & Dragons. Again, sorry. Um, not sorry. This is the holiday episode. Um, it's it's going to be um, it's going to be fun. It's going to be it's going to be cool. It's going to be crisps. Uh, it's going to be holiday. I almost said Christmassy again. Sorry. It's going to be crispy. We will be playing a version of Powered by the Apocalypse that I have sort of been meddling with and messing around with and writing, and I kind of just threw this together pretty quickly, uh, but. Yeah, it should be pretty cool. It doesn't have a name yet, but it will one day, maybe. So we'll just see how it goes. And I will begin, my friends. The title of this 2019 holiday special is called A Cold Day in Darkhaven. (laughs) It's a humid night in Darkhaven. Like almost every other night, the darkness of the streets is lit with the beautiful neon signs and bright advertising screens that seem to riddle the city like rust on an old car. Now the winter solstice is upon us, but the city of New Etika has never seen any sleet or snow for a very, 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 very long time. And people are going about their pre-holiday business. Some are carrying large boxes. You see some goblins over there with the neatly wrapped gifts in a trolley as they're pushing it down the street. The traffic is bumper to bumper. Horns are honking. There's a small collision up ahead. Furious drivers can be heard shouting and calling out to one another over this cacophony of horns and beeping and engines revving. You... Well, we here. We've only got a few hours before the stores are closed. I've got a holiday party to attend. Get a move on. You hear another man shout. The camera pans and zooms in towards a large tower. Probably the largest tower in Darkhaven. Zooms in through some clouds towards the window at the very top of this tower. Straight through the window, the camera goes and we focus on a large room. There is a roaring fireplace, some couches sitting around, some festive music playing, and we see our four heroes sitting there, sipping drinks, eating cookies, just enjoying each other's company. And let's go with the run sheet order. So, Ben. Yes. We all know Cortain. Do you? Yes. Do we? Would you like to describe what Cortain looks like and who he is in this holiday special? So, Cortain has dressed himself up. His 
great heavy armor that he wears, his armored carapace and shield are brightly colored. His armor is painted a turquoise, his shield also with concentric rings, the outermost one of turquoise, the innermost is red, and then in the middle is a symbol, a symbol of a hexagon. Nice. All in silver. He is dressing up, he has dressed himself up as Captain New Etika. Well, he is Captain New Etika in this story. He is. I told you guys that you, um, your characters would be cosplaying, but they're not. In this story, they're actually those heroes. This is a alternate universe. Cool. Well, yes, he, I am Captain New Etika. This isn't, sometimes he dreams that he is simply, uh, simply a man. Simply, uh, simply a man of, of Darkhaven who wishes he could be Captain New Etika. But he then wakes up and realizes that he is living the dream. And what is Cortain? Oh, sorry. What is Captain New Etika partaking in? Is it a cookie? Is it an eggnog? A wine? A whiskey? What is he? What is he consuming on this? He. Well, it is. It is the holiday season, so you know there are cookies and stuff. But one of the greatest things on the holiday season is 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 ham glazed in the sap of trees. Oof, so delicious. he is he is eating a haunch. Mm. I thought it was widely yeah. accepted that there are no trees in New Etica. Or is it like well, some maybe. kind of synthetic polymer? Well, he's Captain New Etica. He's gotten a tree from somewhere. Yeah, yeah. What I'm going to a tree full. <laughs> that ham must be priceless. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And now, uh, Peter, what does yes. the Spigs in this universe look like? And who is he? So, Spigston is sitting in a rocking chair, in a big, like, yeah, leather rocking chair. He looks looks fairly normal. He's wearing uh, these big, heavy iron boots and a, a like, um, silver vest with, like, splashes of oil all over it. Slightly less normal than normal, but and he's wearing like his gloves and everything. But on his, over his eyes, he has what looks like um, what he 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 scrapped together his own welding glasses, his welding goggles, which kind of jut out about a good three inches or so from his actual face, and and they are. Um, binocular and they have a little flap on the end to cover up when uh, he needs to not see the welding but you see just in a crack of the flap of the welding goggles this bright orange glow from within nice and what is he partaking in this holiday evening he is got a, a bowl and a spoon and he's having a piece of ice cream pudding nice it's basically choice. ice cream and chocolate yeah good. 
Uh, now, Travis, what about Little Moss on this holiday evening in this holiday universe? Uh, Little Moss is Little Bulk. So, at the moment, he is just... Well, he looks a lot like Moss, actually. Um, probably more than the other characters do. And... Um, well, but Little Moss always these... looks more like Little Moss than the other characters do. That is true. <laughs> that is true. Um, it's all relative. Uh, and he is wearing nothing but a pair of, like, tattered purple shorts. Um, cargo shorts. They're very um, useful. Um, and he is currently sipping... Um, you know that... Uh, mulled, like a heated glass of mulled wine, um, like swirling it around and smelling it, um, you know, quite classily. What a refined gentleman. Yeah, he doesn't particularly look the part, but, um, yeah, he's, um, yeah, just chilling. Is, is he of age yet? Why do you ask that question? Who <laughs> <laughs> should be drinking? <laughs> All right, and Levi, no one's, what No does... one's ever asked for ID. No one's carded him yet. What does um, Levi? What do, what does your holiday episode character look like? So, sitting next to not little Moss is a beautiful specimen of the dwarven species. He's got long auburn hair flowing down across his shoulders. He's covered in a, a thick red robe, which um, covers over his silver breastplate with. The, the outer side of it is all gold like t I don't know gold flakes around his nice silver breastplate he's got a large hammer sitting by his foot and every now and again he looks on it, it's like ah oh, smiles at his hammer he's got a big thick beard that goes down to his belly button and sitting there is Thorin Thunderlord yes. I was really hoping it would be Thorin and what is he partaking in this holiday evening he's got a tankard of the spiced wine. Not a glass, a tankard. <laughs> a bucket with a handful. Well, you think you're better than me? Well, he's less refined. Boring, more like boring. Oh, come on. <laughs> That's my father. Sorry, <laughs> 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 nice. uh, I'm so, used to insulting dwarven families. A gentleman you all know as Albert walks in. This hobgoblin with parted hair, Ray-Ban shades that are black, a black tuxedo, walks in with his tray. He's got four eggnogs and a little sort of vase with candy canes. And he brings it over, he places it down on the table, and he says, I have made your favourite eggnog mix with extra rum for those of you who wanted and not as much rum for you others and he walks over towards the window he starts to uh, open or push some of the curtains that aren't quite open and we see Albert looking out across the city and we cut back to the city and we see the people stuck in traffic again the horns are honking and beeping and the traffic hasn't moved and they're all shouting at each other and suddenly one of the goblins who is hanging out the window of his taxi, shaking his fist, 
telling everyone to get a move on because he's got passengers he's got to get to places. Stops shouting and stops shaking his fist when he looks at his hand and there is this little white speck and then another one and another one and another one and another one and he looks up in the air and the camera no. spirals around his car which is being slowly covered in little specks of of snow and all the people Yay. shouting at each other and jeering and swearing and struggling and fighting they stop and they just notice all of this snow beginning to fall it gets thicker and thicker and it cuts back to Albert and he says gentlemen it seems to be snowing outside what a miracle and he wanders off to the elevator he gets in disappears I yell out after him hey Albert which of these has less rum in it they all look the same he pokes his head out and he says the rum ones have the cherry on top and he goes pops his head back in the elevator as the door closes well chaps this is a bit embarrassing but my uh, nipples are a little hard we can all see you're not wearing a shirt man (laughs) it was a poor choice you guys this is the first time new etica has seen snow for as long as you've been alive you all gather at the window and you all look out as the tops of the buildings are collecting large lumps of sleet as this constant snowdrift is falling down from these large clouds. You look around the room, there are all these different sort of artifacts and things that you guys have collected over the years, fighting supervillains in New Etica. It's a large coin with a man with two heads on it. There's a... Mm, Two-head, we used to call them. Yeah, two-head. Yes. There's the large two-head coin. There's a large silver gauntlet with all of these colored crystals on there. Um, The the gauntlet itself is probably the size of Spigs. There is a a large hammer, Mm. which says pow on the side of it it's in a big glass display case is it like one of those blow up ones yep it's a big blow up hammer sweet yeah. and these are items of some of the villains you have bested and now over the next few days you there's not a lot going on the snow is falling thicker and thicker and thicker and a lot of people are trying to clear the streets out you guys have been just relaxing because it's the holiday period there's no you know there's nothing going on until the next evening you were all doing your own thing which you will describe for me so Biclops what are you doing he Biclops is spending some time with his family yep he's having mm, like dinner got a family. there's a big like turkey in the middle of the table it's like it's like a robot chicken in the middle not really <laughs> um, and he is celebrating the snow in New Etica with running out with his sons he's melting some of the snow with his um, binoculars or laser beams 
and having fun in the snow. Sweet. So since all of you live in the tower, that's what it's called, um, you are on the roof with your family. You've gone up and you're throwing snowballs and making snowmen and such. Uh, Captain New Etika, what are you doing on your time off this evening? Hmm. What am I doing? I am. I'm just on my hover bike, blazing around the sky, getting a view of how all the snow is beginning to cake upon upon New Attica. Nice. Zipping around, flying around the the buildings and taking in the sights. Nice. Alright. Little bulk or incredible bulk, whichever one you are often you're referred to as both sometimes. Uh what what is what are you doing on your time off? Um, you know, part of the time I'm um uh sitting in the tower, um looking out over over New Etica and watching the snowfall, sipping tea and eating crumpets. Um but, um, you know, there's just something bothering me. Something that's not... I, I think it was seeing everyone really angry uh, down on the road. Um, and I pop out for, for, for a lap to get some fresh air. And I'm looking at, um, you know, the traffic. Because people are starting to get a bit snowed in. And yeah. some people are abandoning their cars. Like, it's kind of a bit confusing because it's a little unprecedented. Um, do I see anyone particularly angry or? Yeah, you see some people like, uh, struggling because their, their vehicles have been covered in snow and they're trying to dig them out. As you head over there towards them, we'll cut to Thorin, Thunderlord. What are you doing, sir? Thorin is on the other end of the street to the incredible bulk. He's piled up some of the snow that was uh, encasing one of the vehicles and he's been rolling it into the balls. A few of the neighborhood kids have uh, their own little stash of balls as well and he's preparing himself for a snowball fight. Those kids are going to get wrecked. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, so as each of you are going about your business, you hear voice echoing out over the city through all of the speakers in the streets through the radios in the car and the voice says citizens of dark haven too long has this city this district be warm humid filthy now I bring to you the greatest of things. I bring to you the cold. And the people of Darkhaven will feel the cold like I have felt the cold these last few years. Beware, Darkhaven. The snowmen that riddle the streets may not be what they seem. <laughs> This is Dr. Frost, and I'm holding Dark Haven 
Frostage. Frostage. And the radio, the microphones, the speakers, they all cut off. Little boat, little boat, did you hear that? We sounds like we've got a super villain to fight. A spot of bother, indeed. Quick, let's go rally the troops. Alright, you do that. I'll wait here. Back inside to the tower. Alright. Oh, please Speaks tell me snowmen start like animating. Please. Do like snowmen start animating? I'll describe something and then I'll get you to make a roll for me in a second. Yes. So, Spigs, you're on the roof. You hear this voice echo out over Razor. He's got a little tablet. He's watching a, a, a show as he's hiding in a little igloo from all of the snowball fights from his older brother. And the, the voice you hear echoing out of the speakers on there. You look up and you see that over the top of the police headquarters nearby, Detective Grey has shone the giant lamplight and it's shining on the clouds in the sky. And you can all see the symbol, your symbol, of the collective, is what you've called yourselves. The collective symbol is in the sky. It means there may be trouble about in the city. You piece that together, obviously, with the fact that Dr. Frost has just threatened everyone in the city, saying he's holding them hostage. Cortain, Captain Nuetica, you are speeding along on your hover bike and you see and you hear... Well, you don't see Dr. Frost, but you hear Dr. Frost and you see the symbol of the collective in the sky. You look down and you see... Thorin Thunderlord and Little Bulk standing there in the street looking up. You know it's time to gear up. Now, Little Bulk, I would like you to, um, if you want to try and search for those snowmen, I would like you to assess the situation. If you can roll 2d6 for me and add your seek or wits. Okay, so is the situation my bulk, my wits? Yeah, your seek or wits. Seek or wits? Okay, they're the same. So, uh, nine. Which one are you using, wit or seek? Uh, wit. All right, that's a minus one to the roll. So, how much did you roll? Uh, nine. Nine. Okay, so you actually got an eight which is still a pass but with the negative you're looking around and you just see heaps of people building snowmen you see snowmen everywhere snowmen of all different shapes and sizes some goblin sized ones with pointy goblin ears some uh big orc ones some dwarven ones human regular sized ones all over the place um you think you see one that is um dangerous but you can ask one of those questions there if you would like um oh, from the assess the situation so what here is the biggest threat what here is the biggest threat all right the one that you thought could be slightly dangerous there is um there is a snowman there that has a sword sticking out the side of it like a Whoa. katana okay so as soon as i see the glint of the sword in the snow 
um, I, you know, I start to feel a little bit out of control. Um, I, um, you know, the, the cup of the tea thermos that I had with me, uh, cause I was, you know, doing a takeaway, uh, drops to the ground and I let out some kind of primal roar. And, um, <laughs> and I just get really like big and my skin turns all purple and I just walk up to it and I'd like to, to smash what I perceive as this snowman, um, uh, with the sword. All right. Uh, so you're going to, are you going to use an ability or are you going to use, uh, one of the, the normal moves? Brawn. All right. So you, so just a normal, you just want to use a normal move or do you want to use... Um, like I suppose I, I guess I'm unleashing my power. Um, if you unleash your power, you have to use Unreal. Uh, okay. If you want to use your brawn, you will enge uh, directly engage the threat. Okay, I just directly engage the threat. Cool. So roll 2d6 plus your brawn. Which is... Okay, which is... Good. Oh, man, six. Six? Okay. Oh, please don't make me kill a kid. <laughs> I can't. It's a bit heavy for the Christmas episode. No, not again. <laughs> well, you sw you just swing your giant meaty... Because now, you at the moment, since you've transformed into your... Into the incredible bulk rather than little bulk, you are, like, five times bigger. And you are five times as muscly... And you punch right through this snowman, sending sleet and little bits of ice flicking out everywhere. Just behind them, there was a group of children who had just <laughs> built it. You see this toy katana fall to the ground. They all scream and start to, to flee. Incredible, oh. Bulk. Why'd you do that? It was just a snowman. You gone and scared my kids away. I sort of look side to side in confusion not really realising panic and then sort of lumber up back towards the tower and head upstairs to respond to the collective in fact you know what I don't even go inside I start clambering up the side of the building yeah nice <laughs> <laughs> nice so inside the building um, Albert is just like using a little um, like steam cleaner to clean the window as you're like bush bush climbing up and cracking the glass as you go and he just puts his hand on his head and he's like not again so we cut back to the building and Spigs your family have retreated to uh, the level that you live in in the tower you've all collected in the collective battle room where you have all of your equipment and all that sort of stuff, you're all geared up to ready to go out uh, and patrol and search for the threat of, of uh, Dr. Frost. Where do you guys want to head? What do you guys want to do? Should we, like, do we have, like, a main computer system or something that tracks crime in Darkhaven? Um, yeah, I think you do. I think you do. Can we call it Ask Jeeves? Yeah. It's called... It's Ask... Ask Jeeves. Ask Absolutely. Jeeves. Jeeves! Jeeves! Jeeves? Yes. Biclops. Gosh. Oh, that was... Oh. I love it when Jeeves comes on. 
Thank goodness you weren't updating again. Ah. Uh, I just did my update four hours ago. No problem. That communication, Dr. Frost. Have you tracked the origination? I've been doing a lot of searching lately. Searching for many different things. I was just recently searching... I shall not talk about my investigation into the soul. But let us see if I've found Dr. Frost's communication. Oh, jeez. Such a, such a crack up. <laughs> One moment, please. Please bear with me. Thank you. Melodic. Guys, do you remember how hard being a superhero was before Ask Jeeves? We had to like find the guy. We had to do all the work. Now he just, he just directs us and we go in and we, we beat up like some dudes. Excuse me. I finished the search. Would you like to hear the result? Please, Jeeves. After an extensive search of communication networks across Darkhaven and Greater New Etica, I have come up with one result for the location, or I should say the possible location, of Dr. Frost's transmission. It seems to be coming from the old Darkhaven library, long abandoned. I think you should all check it out. You have been speaking with Ask Jeeves by Ask Jeeves. Thank you, Collective. Is there anything else? Thank you. Jeeves made bulk want dance. Jeeves play music like voice. Okay, I shall play a track to send you on your way. Thank you. And uh And Jeeves plays a track. Nice. I think I think uh Biclops, Jeeves is the best thing you ever invented. Look, I found this old uh to be honest, I found this old this disc tome, someone called it. And I had to find another device, plugged it in, and I can't I you don't need the techno babble Jeeves. I mean Biclops. It just works. Like some kind we of We get magic. frost now. We get frost now. Has has Albert fueled the collective mobile? You the collective guys, cruiser. You guys see the floor start to open up. And out from the floor comes this this jet. Whoever would like to ride in the jet, you can. There are four spaces for you to sit in. Shotgun. The glass slides open and... There's no room for you like that, Bulk. Shotgun the back. You need to be little Bulk again. <sighs> you remember what happened last time you bulked up in there? Hi. You see um, the incredible Bulk put in some headphones and he puts on uh, the Calm app. <laughs> and you see him start to shrink down to an acceptable side as he takes a moment for mindfulness uh, and then jumps in the front seat. Does, nice. Does his does his um, pants change when he's in bulk mode? Like, is his purple, they're green, to back to purple? Or do they change colour? No, he goes color? full purple when he's in incredible oh. bulk mode. When he's little bulk, he's got green skin. And okay. What about his shorts? His purple, his, yeah, purple shorts. They're it's always purple. purple. purple that, they don't change angry. when he gets angry. That'd be ridiculous. <laughs> they do change size, and we've never questioned they're, they're it. They're mood, they're mood pants. 
and the jet <laughs> takes off. It shoots yes. out of Hold the collective I tower. I don't think I'd sat in yet. Goodbye, guys. <laughs> <laughs> nah, you're you all took in. too long. <laughs> I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna have you guys describe how you sit down and and forget how to put your seatbelt on for the 38th time of getting in the jet. So you guys put, take out across Darkhaven and head towards the old Darkhaven library, and you guys um, see the old decrepit once park that rests in front of the library with all of its dead trees that just husks of wood and grime are covered in snow and you guys actually notice that along the steps and underneath the, the sort of large covering of the front door of the library there are all these snowmen lined up the jet sort of hovers the top pods open up so you can jump out you all jump out to the ground there are all these snowmen that I just described. But they don't quite look like simple snowmen. For they have... I'm not doing that again. I have regrets. Little <laughs> black arms. Do they, have, do they have eye holes? They do have eye holes. And in their arms, you guys see laser rifles. Whoa. How far away are they? They're probably like... 100 meters, 200 meters max. Are they like, when you say snowmen, are they like the three sphere snowmen? Correct. And they got like carrot noses? They do have carrot noses. And then they got big black arms. Yeah, they got these thin black arms. They're holding thin. laser rifles. They're not moving though, okay. but they all have different, they're all of different sizes. Some, some goblin ones, some big, big round orc-sized ones, some human-sized ones. Um, they all have three black little stones that go across their chest like a shirt of some sort and they have various different types of hats on. Mm. Top hat, baseball cap, cowboy hat, etc. Well, these don't look like ordinary snowmen. I gentlemen. would like to assess the situation, please. All right, Ooh. roll 2d6, and then plus your seek or wits. I will oh, add my wits. Oh, that's not bad. Oh, that's a 10. Oh, yeah. yeah All right, boy. on 10 plus, that's a success with a bonus. Ooh, so I, you, you yeah. notice that there is actually little earpieces, like little Bluetooth earpieces in the ears of, or yeah, in the ears of all the snowmen. And there's one at the back who is talking on some sort of, like, radio device. Mm. You see him moving. Uh, you know that he he seems to be in control, or at least commands the rest of these snowmen. Okay, okay, awesome. And because of my ability, what being on the force told me, I can yeah. increase my brawn during this scene slash engagement slash battle yep so I will are you going to increase it yep so you can shift up so which means it's a plus three now alright 
So just make sure you mark that wherever you want to mark that, or just remember it. Biclops. Yes. I bet you can't laser that guy in the head. Which one? I point at the dude with the, you know, the guy that's walking around. Well, with another one of these bets, last time I lost that awesome set of armor you picked up. But alright, I'll take this bet. And if Spigs, oh sorry, Biclops, flips open his binoculars, and as he does, he unleashes the the beams, the energy within his cranium out of his eye sockets at focusing down the one walking around. Alright, and are you using the move Unleash Your Powers, or are you going to use an ability? I will unleash my power as asked. Alright, so roll 2d6 plus your Unreal. So, uh, alright, so that's not an ability, it's different. So it doesn't yeah, spend a charge. No, it doesn't spend a charge, this is like your normal attack. Okay, okay, cool. Alright, so plus my Unreal, which is Unreal. Alright. Ooh, that is a total of 10. All right, that is a success with a bonus. So from 100 meters away, you run forward, take a stance, poke your head forward. You flip up those little uh, sort of covers on your goggles and shoot out that orange beam that glows behind your eyes. And you cut this snowman directly in half. All the other snowmen who were kind of unmoving then begin to, like, scatter uh, and shoot wildly in the air. Um, so what we'll do is there, um, we'll put a condition on them. Let's just say they are chaotic. They're not working as a team. Um, you can use that to your advantage. I'll give a plus one for the whoever wants to use that chaotic um, tag. If they're going to use the chaos of the situation, you get a plus one to your roll. Voice. Um, and he and that snowman is dead. Is he dead or is he just liquefied? We will never know, or will we? Bomb, bomb, bomb. Who wants to turn? Who wants to turn now? Thorin, Thunderlord, or yep. Well, I think this is a fine time for a little throwdown, and I jump off of the the cruiser onto the ground and I'm swinging my my hammer around swinging it around as I charge up my awesome energy and I rolled an eight giving me two charges to do stuff nice ha <laughs> I think these little puny snowmen need to feel the storm nice which is one of my abilities I get to channel a destructive burst with my powers spending one charge to engage a threat and I get to roll Unreal instead of Brawn. Which is engage a threat. Moves. Yep. <laughs> I rolled a four. Um, so I've got a six all up. So <laughs> uh, with a six, what do I do? Engage all... a threat. Yeah, okay. Shopping um... roll, chap. What happens is... You release the storm. It doesn't... Because you're... You kind of... You didn't quite 
do it amongst the your enemies or the snowmen. So you do it where you are as you leap off the cruiser. Um, lightning starts shooting out of the sky and slamming into the ground. It hits the cruiser, which catches on fire, spins out of control of, as it's hovering. Um, it mm -hmm. crashes into the park that's out the front of the Darkhaven Library. And you have lost the cruiser. It's a burning mess right now. Oh, man. It's okay, it's okay. Jeez can fix that up for us. Again? Yeah, you're right, actually. All of the snowmen turn and look towards you guys now. The chaos tag is gone. Oh, crap. It is, is gone. It, uh, they're focusing towards the flaming wreck of the cruiser. As I, as I see my favorite cruiser go up in flames, I get... Well, not your favorite the, one, because you really like the Guava Cruiser, don't you? Oh, uh, look, it depends. It's more of a <laughs> summer cruiser. Um, <laughs> I, you know, I preferred that one. Yeah. Um, for the sake of argument. And so, you know, I, you know, start to see red. I lose control of myself. I get all purple. big and purple. Um, name of my next sex tape. Um, and <laughs> I... <laughs> I would like to incredible smash the the snowmen that I feel have directly caused the demise of my cruiser. Alright. Awesome. You so, cause one harm to yourself to deal up to three to deal harm to up to three enemies. So you so, can jump up there. Um you wanna Oh yeah would, yeah. What you I do I would like to Sorry go. Is there some kind of platform? Or some kind of raised section nearby. Yeah, so there's stairs leading up to like a like the top of the, or I should say the the base of the library where you enter and where all the pillars are. So there's yeah. a big set of stairs and then that sort of ground level. Yeah, could I, um, you know, get really really angry and like go and climb up one of the pillars and then jump off and try and like body slam a couple of dudes at the same time? Absolutely. So yeah. you charge up, you leap onto the pole, you jump even higher, coming down on a body slam, and because it's your ability, you don't have to roll for it. You slam down, which causes you some harm. So mark um, wherever on a piece of paper or anywhere you want, if you can edit your character sheet, you can add a harm in there. Uh, up, to, up to three harm. Um, you, things get to th things get serious when you take three harm. Okay. Um, so you crush three snowmen. There are only maybe five left. Okay. And I just like with their corpses, I just like snow angel, like where they were. <laughs> <laughs> Is there any like blood or shit, or are they just sort of held together by magic? Um, as you slam them into the ground, now that you're closer, you see, like, this blue energy dissipate from them. But there's no blood. There's nothing like that. Okay. Cool. No, just no angel. Alright. Um, the snowmen begin to shoot at 
let's see. I will go and say, well, who's the biggest threat right now? I'm going to say they're going to shoot at the Incredible Bulk because there's like a storm going on where the others are that seems to be dealing with them. So all of the snowmen that are surrounding you because you crushed most of their friends, um, they turn their laser rifles on you and um, they will attack. Can I try to defend? You can absolutely try to defend. Awesome, awesome, and an ability, or you want to just use the defend? The defend. Um... Well, I will use take my shield. Whenever yeah, you defend cool. someone, roll brawn instead of expert. Yep. That was not the roll, first roll I wanted. <laughs> that's not bad. That's not bad. That was a nine. A nine. So, uh, describe what it, what it looks like when you go over there to help him. As, as the incredible bulk is doing snow angels completely unaware of the encroaching rifled rifle armed snowmen I will dive in front of him between him and the snowmen who begin firing their laser rifles yep and I will just throw my shield in front of me as I dive into the snow so you, they all fire as you dive into the snow, lifting your shield up. You block all of the lasers from hitting little moss, but you feel one zap and sting you in the back. You take one harm, but you protect him from taking harm. Thanks, Captain. That's okay, Bulk. I'm always here to help. Now go make snow angels out of those ones. <laughs> Beautiful. It's good. Right. I like that. Next. I think it's time to turn it up. So, Biclops. As as the cruiser, he sheds a tear as another one of his creations is blowing up behind him. He jumps out, activates, like, hero fall mode, so where he lands perfectly. He... <laughs> targets us like where hope of the snow men are lined up and he as he falls he then uh wishes to so i'm going to turn uh turn it up yep so channel the full capacity of incredible powers to overcome obstacle reshape your environment extend your senses yep so i'll burn two so i only rolled i rolled an eight before Yep. So I'll use up both. Uh, I get a 10 plus when I unleash my powers. Um, and I will, he will like basically lift off his protective goggles and just open his eyes to natural environment to allow chaos rain from his fault for his face hole. Yeah, nice. Right, and, so as... And, so un sorry, under, underneath, he actually has... A singular eye. <laughs> Good. So what happens is, not just a singular beam, but you know when, like, there's like the flare at the start. So it flares and does like a, like a point, beam, sort of like Dragon Ball Z where you command main wave. Yeah. Goes like out, flares out, and then down into like a front col uh, column of beam. 
just like goes passes through a whole heap of them. Sweet. Uh, so you cut one of the, we cut two of the snowmen down with that beam. So there's another three left. All right. Uh, can I ask a clarifying question? Yeah. Uh, so when you use an ability, like a special ability, it does that exhaust or can you just no. do that as many times as you like? Um, you can do it as many times as you like. Some of the characters have what is called charge. So at the beginning of like a, a scene or an encounter, a battle, whatever, they roll for their charge, which gives them a certain amount of charges, which they can spend on things. So once they spend all their charges, um, then they can't use those special abilities. They have to use the normal moves. Cool. Yep. Well, don't worry, Biclops. I can finish off these two. Three. So I'm going to just directly engage the threat. Nice. And roll a six. Oh, no. Six plus two. That's eight. All right. So uh, you pick one of the following. Resist or avoid their blows. Take something from them. Create an opportunity for your allies. Impress, surprise, or frighten. Or frighten <laughs> I'm just going to stand there swinging my hammer by the, um, the strap and lightning yep. sparking off it and just stare off into the, the horizon. Impressing them. <laughs> impressing them? Yep, I'm impressing All right. them. So what we'll do is wow, that for that... Is impressive. Um, we will put... I'll put a little tag up there saying that they are distracted. So you get a plus one to your roll if you use that tag on your next move. Whoever decides to use it. Until they're not distracted anymore. Um, so whoever wants to go next goes. So, can I, as I see that they're, they're kind of diverted, can I directly engage them and try and smash them? You certainly can. Alright, so can I, ro I roll Brawn? Uh, if you want to directly engage the threat. Yep. Yep, you can use that move, which is Expert or Brawn. I'll use Brawn. Cool. Because my Expert is minus one. Uh, eight. Okay, eight. Uh, so... I think that doesn't... This is not very good, is it? Um, like, you can... You can use what... You can pick one of those things below. Um, ten is pick... Ten is pick two. It's most to say trade blows and pick one. Um, so you can pick a thing down there to... To use. Um, I go up behind one of them. And yep. I fr try and frighten him. Frighten them? Yeah. All right. They're distracted. I go up behind them and like roar and smash on the ground or something. Okay, so you frighten them, and one of them blasts their laser, which cuts one of the, his uh, snowman allies in half. So there's only two left. They um, they're both. Like they're both like scattered. Um, they're sort I, of they're sort of running away now. They're sliding away from you guys. As I see um, the one cut in half by his friend um, and starts slothing in half, um, I think it looks a little bit like Olaf, and I shed a small tear because <laughs> the magic of Christmas is being snuffed out. Yeah, that's true. Hmm. Who is next? 
I will go, and I will then directly engage. Nice. Directly engage a threat. Oh. Uh, that is a 12. Nice. So you hit one of them, and you get to pick anything from the list, those that list below. I will. So is that, have I just destroyed the last one? Uh, there's, there's still one more after that. Okay, I will create an opportunity for my ally. Nice. So what does it look like when you kill that guy, and what does it look like when you create the opportunity? So I, like, punch him with my shield, and his snow head just like, <laughs> poofs into powder snow. Yep. <laughs> and so there's that one more. What opportunity do you create for them? I will throw my pistol at it and it will flick and it will like take out it will smudge snow over its eye holes blinding the creature nice alright the creature is blind it cannot see where it's going uh, I'll give a plus one forward to whatever anybody wants to do next alright Biclops goes I'll show you some real moves and he fire as he sees the the pistol like flying and hit the guy and bouncing off he directs his laser beam at the pistol and angles it at the last sorry directly engage you're shooting at uh, my pistol yeah bouncing it off the pistol it's the special one it's made of like some on a rare titanium <laughs> rare titanium unable unable to take damage anium adamantium so uh he is unleashing his beast powers uh, that sucks. Alright, that's, uh... I'm assuming that is the extra one from, like, them being gained. Yep. Uh, plus Unreal's three. Is it plus, just plus one from Ben? Ben's yep. character? Yeah, alright. Three, four, seven. Seven. Okay. So, you fire at the gun. It bounces off. It kills the snowman, obliterating it. But yeah. the gun is cut in half. It's like a smoldering mess on the ground. Didn't you? Didn't you bring the, the your proper pistol? Broke my pistol in half. I told you. None of them are made of this the material. It's called raritanium for a reason. Look <laughs> <laughs> at the third pistol you destroyed. Didn't you get it from the gunsmith? I thought no. he he said it was raritanium. This, the gunsmith you're talking about is just some some random crazy man in a shop. Ah, uh, well, I feel bad for him now. We killed him real bad. That's why it was so easy. He's not pissed off. He's pissed off. Whoa! <laughs> all right, and as all of the snowmen are now decimated and lying in lumps of fluffy snow with their broken carrot noses, squashed hats, and smoldering laser rifle guns are just resting quietly you see through the doors that are open in the dark haven library a beam that just begins to shoot up in the air through the glass dome roof of the library into the sky into the clouds above dark haven and you see those clouds getting darker and darker and this sort of teal blue energy like lightning flickering out and then back up into the clouds as more snow begins to fall 
and you guys see these large crystalline icicles drop from the star sky and start piercing into the ground, breaking into the bitumen, breaking into the cement, passing right through vehicles that are driving by, and you hear laughing on the inside of the library. <laughs> Dark Haven will be cold forever! Dude, you need to chill out, I say, with my fists on my hips. What? Who's there? Uh-oh. Hello? <laughs> Hello? It's us, the Collective. What? Did you say? The Collective, we are here to defeat your evil plans. Damn it, the Collective's here. You, you three. Yes, no, you. Yep, you, 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 go and get, deal with them, you idiots. Who are you talking to? We're here to collect the trash. Oh wait, I was too late for that joke. Damn it. What does the trash have to do with it? It's, it's, it's snow themed, man. <laughs> and as you guys walk into the Dark Haven library, you guys see some figures walking down towards you. Sorry, I, I see them, um, you know, the silhouettes sort of forming and shadows being cast over the stairs and because I'm, I'm probably the closest. I like slink up against the the door and like pressing myself up against the wall, knowing that they won't be able to see me. Wait, are you still in bulk form? Hell yeah, I am. <laughs> so as you guys, as the incredible bulk is sneaking up against the door of the Dark Haven Library, and the rest of you are sort of like walking in cautiously, you see the three silhouettes walking towards you. One person straight further at the back you see all the light shining down from the broken glass roof of the library shining down on him and this blue he's he's sort of lit in this blue energy light from this huge machine this massive machine for these tubes and um like satellite type dishes and this big swirling like um turbine fan that's pointed up towards the ceiling and you see him there with this glass domed helmet and this robotic type of torso suit he's wearing goggles inside the inside this glass domed helmet these pink eye goggles his skin is an icy white and his helmet when he looks and turns his head towards you guys coming in as he's working on this machine you see all these flecks like a snow globe moving around in there and the silhouettes finally walk into these dull lights of the library and you see three familiar villains. Villains that have decided to align themselves with Dr. Frost. First, you see the shorter one, this slightly hunched jester. His name is Jokey and he is the trickster from Lasgard Asylum. He's there in his hand. He has a grenade and an axe. He's juggling two of these flaming axes and this grenade as he's walking towards you and he's just laughing. <laughs> you see this huge hulking form next to him on his left, just as big as the incredible bulk. You see him walk out into the light. He's tan skin with this, um, this 
sort of blue X belt across his chest, these red underwear, blue boots, red gloves, and he has what looks like a large coffee mug for a head, two eye holes cut in them. So as you see him walk out into that light, he flexes and he says, You all know me. I'm the Juggernaut, and you're about to feel a world of pain. <laughs> the I'm going to destroy you, break you. Imagine a ceramic teacup, and I have it in my hand. So delicate, oh so delicate. And then I throw it to the floor. I stomp on it. I body slam upon it. It is no longer a teacup. It was mere shards, pieces of ceramic, just seconds ago. Now it is just fine dust in which cannot seem to take any form or shape. It has been crushed, smashed into a thousand tiny pieces. Do you understand what I'm saying? Can you please repeat that? As he punches his fist into his hand. I think I got bored about halfway through that speech. <laughs> then, the third one walks out from the shadows. He is wearing a fine black suit with a long red cape. He has white fur around his collar and a mistletoe hanging from his neck on like, like a brooch. He has two swords in his hand. They're both hooked swords and they're painted like candy canes. Raj Al Kool stands in front of you. The Lord of the Assassins. He points his swords towards you, motioning out in a fanning, like moving them out in a fanning motion. And he says, Prepare to die. Raj Al Kool has arrived and his assassins are not far behind. He takes a bow. So, can I can I step in? Absolutely. Um, I would like to provoke Jug Eggnog. Is that what you called him? The Jug Eggnog? Juggernog. The Juggernog. That, that's pretty awesome. Um, <laughs> Thank you. I'm like... Jug Eggnog! Jug Eggnog. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Jug Eggnog. Um, it's like... You cheap knock off. Now I knock your head off. And then I, yeah, I'm just goading him. I'm nice. trying to provoke him to attack me. Cool. So roll, guys. Um, okay, rolling, guys. Oh, yeah, twelve. All right. So on a ten plus, they rise to the to the bait and they do what they want. What what you want? So what do you want them to do? Um, so it can be one of the things from from below. You can choose that, or you can sort of. Uh, make up your own thing. Yeah, okay, cool. Um, I think I would like to provide an opportunity for my allies, and I, like, point to him. I, like, um, point to my head and, like, a smash in my fist or something like that. Cool. So, um, as you call him a knockoff, he, like... Me? A knockoff? That is... The most disgusting thing you could say about a man like me. And uh, you will have a plus one going forward against them. Um, or, or one of your friends, one of your allies has a plus one. Yeah. When they cool. when they um, when they engage him in some way. All right. Who wants to go next? So I would also like to provoke someone. 
Yep. Can the Jugagnog be moving towards uh, uh, Bulk? Yeah, he, he would be slowly walking towards him. Yep. So, Biclops moves in between Jugagnog uh, and the... What was the uh, first one? Jokey. Jokey, Jokey. So he's a move between Jokey and then he goes, Oi, Jokey, I thought you were a Joker, not a the juggler. Because he's like juggling all the Zing. stuff. <laughs> and he's trying to bait him to throw his bomb towards towards Spyclops slash hopefully beyond Spyclops towards Jugagnok. Alright, so yeah, roll roll plus guys. Alright, that's a pretty good roll. Guys, guys, guys. Oh no, it's negative one. <laughs> Terrible dad jokes don't work in real life. Alright, I got a six. You got a six? Ooh, yikes. Alright, so basically <laughs> what happens is Jokey turns to you. <laughs> juggling his flaming axes and the grenade and because you got a, a fail with the negative he throws one of the flaming axes and it hits you in the shoulder bouncing to the ground um you take a wound Ugh. so mark that and um you're you're on fire. I'm gonna. That's that's put out there. Um, so you will take a negative one to what it, your next roll until the fire is dealt with in some way. Okay. Could be by anyone. Um, could be just by you. Took a hard move against you. Wound and you're on fire. Oh, what damn. I think happens next is Raj Al Cool. He's going to make a move and he's going to directly engage. Thorin Thunderlord. So as all that's going on there, he's just going to charge in towards you, Thorin, and he is going to... He swings his his candy cane blades towards you, and he uses 1,000 tiny cuts, he says, as he slashes towards you. All right. Uh, because he's a villain, he succeeds with a bonus... Uh, so you take one wound and yep. he trips you up. So oh. you are on the ground at the moment and um, you will take a minus one to um, directly engaging a threat. So if you if you choose to do that, um, you will you'll take a minus one to that roll. All right. I'm going to ask, is this a new scene that I would have yeah. a charge up again? Yeah, right. you can you can roll your charge. You and um and right. Biclops can roll your charge. I got a five, which yeah. is only two charges and negative one brawn going forward. So I'm yeah, good. So I've got two charges. Um, as he's tripped me up, I'm going to use cosmic luck. So when I directly engage a threat in a terrifying fashion, um. Spend the charge to choose an additional option. So I'm going to try and trip him. I'm going to swing my hammer at his ankles, yep. trying to trip him onto myself. 
All right. I don't care about his swords. I'm going to make him fall on top of me. Cool. Alright, so 8 plus 2 minus 1 is 9. Alright. And so, um, you pick one of those. Um, I'm going to take something from him. As I swung my hammer at his, um, his legs, he definitely got out of the way, but he slipped on my cloak and dropped one of his swords. Nice. And now you have that sword and you're both sort of laying on the ground facing each other. Yep. All right. And uh, who would like... Oh, you did your, you did your turn there. Uh, who would like to go next? I would like to go. All right. And <clears throat> seeing that Juggernog is distracted, I will rush at him and I will grab out yep. my solid police baton. Nice. I'm gonna hit him in the shins. Ooh. So I will directly engage. So on a plus one from the distraction, was that correct? Um yeah, absolutely, because he's distracted, yep. That I'm sorry, I'm sorry, little bulk. I'm sorry, big bulk. Um that was a nine. A nine? Yep. Uh so you're directing, directly engaging a threat? Yes. Yep, cool. So you can... You pick one of the following. So you see that list there? Of resist or avoid their blows, take something from them, create an opportunity for your allies, impress, surprise, or frighten the opposition. I will... I will impress the opposition because I hear a little bit of a crack when I hit his shins and I'm like, that's a bit harder than a, than a, than a teapot. And, and he laughs, and we have a bit of a bit of a moment. <laughs> you on your knees at this point? Like, what? What's? How did you get down there? What? What do you want to? What do you want to create from that? Like, a, do you want to create a bonus of some sort? There? Well, yeah. Like, I kind of like I I kind of want to distract him a little bit. Like, he's like, oh, I get that, Captain, and then bam, little bulk like punches him in the face. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So, um, he's distracted. Um, we will give whoever attacks him is we'll get a we'll get a plus one going forward. There. Got a rule question? Yep. Overwhelm a vulnerable foe. How do we make someone vulnerable? Uh, basically, when you knock them down enough wound points. Yep. All right. What? Well, so what's going to happen now is um, who has an active of the enemies? That would be our big boy, the. Um, Juggernog, what he will do is he sees Captain Nuenica there uh, and he just made the joke at him. He is going to turn towards Captain Nuenica. He will say, I was going to deal with incredible bulk, but now I shall deal with you like I was talking about the teacup earlier. The teacup will be you if you didn't get what I was saying before. And he will. Um, he's just going to directly engage the threat. And that will be a, That's a seven. Uh, so what he will do is create an opportunity for his allies. He is going to bear hug you. Captain Nuetica. You have your shield there. He's going to get his big arms, wrap them around you, and he's going to hold you there 
and he yells out to his allies, turns to Jokey, turns to um, Rajal Cool, and says, I've got him! Quick! Hit him! And... Sound me. <laughs> nice. Uh, and, um, yeah, that's it. You were held by him. Um, and they will be able to, they'll get a plus one to hit in you. Uh, next, anybody wants to have a turn? Go ahead. Yes. So, Biclops yep. is on fire. Is yes. the oil stains on his, like, coat. His, his um... Is it a yellow and blue coat by any chance? It is. It is. Good, good. Um, well, he changed. He changed when they were like gearing up. Yeah. Out of his, yeah, normal workday smile to his, yeah. Um, and it's on fire. So he would like <laughs> to assess the situation. Yep. So I get to choose Seeker Wits, which I will use Wits. Ooh, that's a, that's a six, seven, eight. That's an eight. Nice. He okay. would, what here can, can I use to put out this fucking fire? This flaming fire. So in the assess situation, how could we best end this quickly? And this being the fire. Um, there is snow out there, outside. There is also what looks like might be some sort of cold machine down the other end where Dr. Frost is. There are your, your two things that you get from this All right. roll. So Biclops will manly scream and run out the door into the snow. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Nice. Um, um, I'd like to defend uh, the captain. So, yeah, trying to get him out of the bear hug. Uh, so, I roll expert, is it? Yep, expert. Nine. Nine? Yeah. Alright, so, uh, it succeeds. But it exposes you to danger or escalates the situation. So you break Captain Nuetica out of the hold of the Juggernog. Captain Nuetica drops to the ground with his shield ready. That um, that plus one against him is gone. So you've cleared that out. But from that happening, you get punched by the Juggernog. Yep. He knocks you flying and against the wall uh, sorry against the pillar breaking the pillar and some rubble from the roof and the pillar fall down um, and sort of block near the door where Biclops ran out do I take a harm? Uh, you don't take a harm from that one no Okay. lying on the ground next to Raj Al Kul Thorin is going to roll into a crouch and then stab the uh, the candy cane sword that he just picked up into Raj Al Kul with a directly engage a threat. Nice. Try my single piercing cut. 
<laughs> Got an eight. All right. So, um, I'm going to try and can I just stab him in the hand and make him drop the other sword? Yeah. That's what I do. Him. You want to take that from him too? Yep. Is that what you're trying to do? All yep. right. So it doesn't his life. It doesn't quite wound him. He blocks it, but you use the hook of the candy cane blade to twist it around, flicking the hook up in the air, and you catch it. Where do you catch it? Because you got your hammer in one hand, you got the <laughs> other candy cane sword in your mouth. Where do you catch it? <laughs> I catch it in my beard. It's just, <laughs> it just goes. My beard. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. You catch it in your beard, uh, and it sticks. Saving that for later. <laughs> All right. I, I think um, with a pencil. Jokey. I think Jokey sees this. His friend or his ally is armless uh, or unarmed. I should say not armless because he's still got his arms. Uh, and he will. Uh, where is he? He will use bonbon. So he he's juggling these these things. He just looks at the situation. All of them fall to the ground, including the grenade. He looks at his hand. The pin is in there. He then puts the the puts the pin on one finger. Looks at it like stretches his hand out, like you know, like this. And he like looks at it. Ah, isn't it beautiful? And then he kicks the grenade. It rolls over towards you. It uh, explodes with a puff of confetti, and out of the grenade falls these little bonbons. And on either side of them, you see these little wicks that are going, and they explode. You see, as it explodes, you see a joke fly past, and just as the camera goes into slow motion as you fly back from the little cheap toys that has ex have exploded apart and hit you in the gunpowder explosion you read the little joke and it says what did the cannibal do after eating the vegetable I don't know what the answer says he sold the wheelchair oh. so how much damage oh. am I taking for that should have kept my eyes well, closed how villainous. Damn jokey with his disgusting jokes. That's not even funny. <laughs> it's like, I think the whole party needs to take damage for hearing that. <laughs> can, can I, can, can Biclops come in and go, huh? Well, Biclops is outside. He's cooling himself down in the snow. Um, and there's some rubble in front of the door. So he can't just pop back in as easy. So you take one wound, Thunderlord. Thor and Thunderlord, and I, um, I, I tried to search up like the worst Christmas joke for that for that bad villain, and I, I'm pretty sure I succeeded. That that was that was definitely yeah. Was I'm awesome. sure there's worse ones. Yeah, probably, but that was pretty bad. And I thought, and if I'm doing yeah. a villain, I need to get a bad joke. It was bad, but it was also like PG rated. Kinda. Yeah. Uh, you would probably actually get that in a Christmas joke anyway. Anyway, um. That's that there. Does anybody else want to take an action? I already have in um, getting thingy out of danger, yeah? Yeah, so Biclops or Captain New Medica? Mm -hmm. So, <coughs> the. 
Um, the Master of Assassins before said that his assassins are not far behind him. I would like to assess the situation. All right. Assess the situation, roll, seek, or win. Oh, man, that was... That was loud and shit. That was a four. <laughs> a four. You hear something on the roof. You think it might be the assassins running around up there. Guys, there are assassins on the roof! I scream. All right. As you scream, all of your... Fr- like, scream that out. All of your allies look up. Mm. Uh, and they are momentarily distracted. They will have... Uh, plus one, like the enemies will have plus ones on you guys when they roll. Which takes me straight to um, the Juggernaug's turn. As you are yelling out, looking up at the roof, Captain Uetica, because you're the closest one, he is going to use his ability, which is called Grab and Smash. So he will... Uh, that's okay. That is a nine. He will pick you up. Oh, no. He will smash you into the ground, <laughs> causing one harm. And he has, uh, he's got a grip on you, but it takes a negative for him. So what happens is as he smashes you into the ground, you crack the floor uh, and his leg goes down into like the basement level below. And he's stuck. So he will take a plus one to hit. Nice. You fool, Juggernog. Uh, next. Maybe... Yes. So, behind Juggernog, you see a glow from the wall in the shape of Biclops. Nice. And the wall like outline like fizzles, sparks into flame and crumbles to the ground as Biclops steps into the room. Beautiful. He then, he will go to Captain, um, Captain Darker? New Attica. Captain New Attica. Do you need a boost? Do the reflect maneuver. I was like, so he's got a fire at his shield and he wants to direct it at the Juggernaug's head. Nice. So, um, Captain Nuetica, roll, directly engage a threat, plus one. Nice. uh, From from Biclops, and then plus one again from um, Juggernaug leg being in the hole. Okay. Oh. Oh, mercy. 14. 14. All right. So Biclops is there. He blasts through the wall. He says, do the reflect maneuver. You lift up your shield immediately. He takes off his goggles. The huge ball of light flares out of his eyes. It shoots towards you in a, like a, a thinner column of beam energy. You block it and redirect it straight up into the Juggernaug's head sends him flying, crashing into the wall. He falls to the ground in a heap, unmoving. He is unconscious. K.O. Is, is you the see little... out of his head, 
is cracked and there's like this milky looking oh. substance that sort of smells <laughs> like rum leaking out oh, of it. Not again. Is it out of his if it's out of like is it cracks like under his eyes? And the milk's yeah, like leaking out like tears. Yeah, it's out of his eyes and out of the side of his head as well. Nice. So he is gone. Um next, I think, at seeing his his enemy oh his his ally uh knocked unconscious, Dr. Frost turns to you and says how dare you interrupt my plans Darkhaven is mine and you collective will do nothing to stop me for I shall freeze you in your place with my atomic freeze ray and he pulls free this large gun like cannon and out the back of it is this big tube leading up to his machine and he with the with the first sort of um, grip at the front of the cannon thing, he he like cocks it like a shotgun, like chuk, chuk, with the big handle, and then he shoots this big freeze ray, um, and he fails completely. What happens is he shoots the beam; it's too powerful for him, and it freezes one of his allies. It freezes Raz Al Cool to the like freezes him. The beam cuts through, freezes him to the ground, so he's stuck there, uh, reaching up in the air, completely frozen. Now he's very cool. He is out of the game <laughs> as well. So it's just Doctor Frost and Jokey. Nice. Uh, anybody would like a turn? Um, I would like to yell out to the bulk. Bulk. Throw me like a baseball. <laughs> uh, look, I can, I can just, I can just give that suggestion to, to little bulk, and I'll let him do what he wants. All right, little moss might have been knocked unconscious from when he was thrown against the wall. So we'll just, uh, yeah, looks like little mo- uh, yeah, little bulk, uh, incredible bulk is laying there amongst some rubble against the wall. He's not really moving at the moment. Uh, so somebody else can take a turn. All right. So I'm going to rush up to Jokey, and I've been racking my brains for a return pun, but I couldn't get it. So I'm going to <laughs> I'm going to feel the storm, swing my my lightning charged hammer um, towards Jokey. All right. Did I have any advantage to that? Um, no. Oh, I got nine. So plus your brawn? Uh, I rolled a seven yeah. plus two is nine. All right. So this is going to cause some unwanted collateral damage unless you spend another... No, cause the damage. Say, cause the damage. Cause the damage. Ah, cool. oh, so let's say... Can we say that he swings it, he knocks something and there's going to be like rubble falling onto him? And Biclops will go, ah! And he will fire his beam and destroy the rubble by spending a charge. Is yeah. that my ability? Yeah, so cool. You, you can definitely do that. Result to a pass. So, um, when Thor and Thunderlord, Thunderlord yells, feel the storm, all this lightning starts bursting through the roof into what? Into Jokey? Yeah, starts slamming down into the ground around 
jokey and hitting him. Uh, but then, like uh, Peter just said, all this rubble and pieces of the roof are collapsing down straight upon Thor and Thunderlord. And look out! Biclops, you unleash your powers to stop um, the rubble from falling on him. And you part, you shift that fail roll up to a pass or a success with a bonus. So what happens is you blast some of that rubble. It goes flying and slams into the machine at the far end. And the beam gets smaller. And you notice the snow overhead starting to get lighter. And Dr. Frost... Dr. Frost yells out, My machine! You fools! My machine! And it looks like the Incredible Bulk stands up, holding his head as he's quite dizzy. What does he want to do? Uh, He shakes the dust from his head. He sees that Dr. Frost has seems pretty upset about the whole machine thing so he'd like to directly engage the machine and just try and smash it to a pulp with his fists alright sweet so you leap over there with your fists in the air would you like to roll uh, 2d6 and then plus your expert or your brawn it's definitely going to be brawn <laughs> uh, that is a Nine. Nine. Cool. So you get to choose one of the things below. Resist or avoid their blows. Take something from them. Create an opportunity for your allies. I would like to just take something off the machine. Ah, all right. So um, let's just say you snatch out this large, like, icy tube or, or cylinder, I should say. You rip it out of the machine and... You see all the pipes and tubes that are metal start to get hotter and steam start to sort of blast out of the machine. And Dr. Frost turns to you and he says, My machine, it'll overheat, you fool, you fool, it'll explode and destroy us all. And he starts to, he throws down his, um, his large ice cannon and he runs over to his machine and starts pressing buttons and turning knobs and flicking toggles as you're holding it though because you rolled a nine right yep as you're holding it you um you feel this immense cold emanating from the uh from the device uh and you your hands are stuck to it oh crap I just try and you know when you got something stuck and you're like trying to fling it off and you can't you just keep (laughs) flinging it around (laughs) alright it is Jokey's turn Uh, he will as he's been struck by lightning and stuff like that he takes off his jester hat and he puts his hand in there and he quickly pulls out a rabbit which he squeezes it explodes into confetti and then you um, you feel the confetti raining down on all of you because it's all in the air um, and it rains down on him too but you all take one harm as the little bits of confetti fall on you and it 
burns. Uh, everyone, sorry, everyone except uh, who's further away? Biclops. The bulk. The bulk and Dr. Frost don't take it, but everyone else does. You feel the confetti land on your skin and it, it sizzles like acid is... is um, The confetti is made out of acid. So everyone takes one harm, including himself, which means he... Um, he... The confetti, fl- like, blows back on him and he's like... And it's like sizzling and um, he just goes straight into like a mortis rigor and he falls on his back, his eyes and his mouth wide open. I have taken three harm. As have I. Oh. All right. So, Captain Nuetica, you're down on one knee. Your shield is a meter from you. You're reaching for it. Your vision is blurring. You've got these little burns all over you. You're bleeding from your nose. You turn and you see the incredible bulk shaking his hands around as this ice cylinder thing is stuck there. He's roaring and he's shaking his hands around. You see Thorin Thunderlord also trying to pick himself up off the ground as he has fallen. He rests his hand on some rubble, but he slips off, hitting the ground. It is up to... Biclops, you have a turn. You look around, you see that scene. Captain Nuetica falls down unconscious with his hand just resting on his shield, just gripping it. Dr. Frost is up at the machine, pressing his buttons, not paying attention to what's going on. The bulk is sort of getting angry with this thing. What are you doing? All right, so Biclops knows the pact, and the pact is... For the greater good. The greater good. (laughs) He will... (laughs) Target... Dr. Frost's helmet. The snow globe. Yeah, the snow globe, right? Yep. Yep. He will attempt to shatter it with his... His laser beam eyes. He will unleash his power and fire at him as he's distracted. I'm going to give you a plus one because he's distracted. Cool. That is a nine. Oh, two fours. Oh, sorry. Oh. Plus unreal. Hold on. That's plus three. Four, eight, eleven, twelve. Awesome. So that's almost like a perfect hit. So you unleash your beam. You fire it out. The two lasers from the goggles tw- intertwine into like almost like a braid, a swirling beam which hits the back of Dr. Frost's glass-domed helmet. It melts. All of this cold air just starts blowing out. All the specks from the snow globe-like helmet starts to flick out. He turns. You see him fall to his knees. He's trying to find the hole. He's trying to cover it with his hands, but he can't. It's too big. He falls down on one hand, looking up at you with his pink, pinky purple colored goggles, his pencil mustache. He looks up at you and he says, Biclops, you have bested me, but until you, (coughs) until you deal with my cold machine, Darkhaven will forever be frozen. An icy speck 
on this disgusting city. Oh, I can feel the, I can feel the humidity already. He falls down, and you see his white, pale skin thawing to a rosy color as he falls unconscious. But the machine behind him is steaming and the metal is sort of rattling and the beam is flicking off and on, sometimes flicking on really big, sometimes shooting up a tiny little beam. Big chunks of ice are just falling from the sky at this point. Little bulk or incredible bulk, it is your turn. You still have this thing in your hands. The machine is there. Um, Biclops is walking up to it. Your two other friends are unconscious. What are you doing? I feel... Thematically, I feel like I just need to s keep smashing this machine until it stops hurting me. The thing on your hands or the whole machine? Well, I feel like I need to use the thing in my hands to try and smash the machine apart. Alright. Or what I could do is go over to that guy's steaming head and get it to, like, unweld itself from me and then use the machine to beat it to death. To beat itself to death. Nice. Um, so... Did you want to use, um, direct engage threatly or did you, Sorry, engage a threat directly <laughs> or use, um... I'm unstoppable, your ability. Yeah, I think I'm gonna smash my way through the machine. Yeah, cool. So his um, ability, I'm unstoppable, you smash your way through the scenery to get away from something. Oh, sorry, to get to or away from something. Roll plus brawn on a hit. The world breaks before you and you get what you want. Otherwise, oh, um, crap. there's some things that happen. Yeah, this could go bad, but we'll see what happens. Eleven. Eleven. Alright, well, that is a, a success. So, what does it look like when you charge through smashing this machine? So, I th I think I'm crazed from the machine, like the, the pipe welding itself to my hand. And so, I just start to use it to, like, smash through the machine to try and get away um, from right. the cold. So, you're like thrashing around trying to smash this thing off you make your way over to the machine you start smashing through it trying to get this thing off your hands you smashing smashing gripping it on pipes trying to pull it free it's still stuck there frozen to you. you see the icicles moving up you just start to smash and rip and throw yourself into it biclops you're just standing there seeing him go ham on this freaking giant machine um halfway through it the thing actually comes off incredible bulk but you don't even know you're just smashing and ripping it up and you tear up the floor and you smash through into the the basement and you start throwing out all the pieces of the machinery that's come through the beam flickers out as you've smashed through all of it and the clouds begin to uh, sort of clear up overhead in a beam of light from the sky shines down into the hole that you've made where the machine once was and yes. you look up to it and you hear in your uh, cargo shorts pocket your headphones have been unplugged from your little mp3 player or cassette player whatever you're using and you can hear that calming music and you shrink yeah. down to little bulk 
and you look around and you see everything smashed. Biclops, you're over the edge, you're looking down at little bulk. What do you guys do? So, like, as he comes to realization, he actually hears Biclops going, Bulk! Bulk, you've done it! Bulk! What? What happened? I blacked out there for a second. You've done it, you destroyed the machine! Oh. Let's go help our friends. Jolly good. Alright, he lifts out, little bulk out from... I throw the pipe away in my hand, and then I, <laughs> I climb back up. And we go, we go back to our, back to our allies. Alright, you, um, you pick up your allies. They're not in very good shape. You call through to Albert. He sends the collective mobile. Driving around the corner, the collective mobile arrives. He presses a button. And it transforms into like a, a large wagon type collective mobile. You put your friends, your allies in the back of it and Albert begins to tend to them. You get in the vehicle. You drive through the streets of Darkhaven and all the clouds are dissipating. There is no longer snow falling. You see the civilians of Darkhaven using hockey sticks and baseball bats some of them using swords and axes to cut down these snowmen that are in the street. The snowmen, see some of them were holding their rifles forward, but they are no longer moving. And the people of Darkhaven are knocking over snowmen and destroying them. As you make your way towards a traffic jam, the collective mobile hovers off the ground and flies towards collective tower. Thor and Thunderlord and Captain Nuetica. You both wake up in the tower. You're on you're in hospital beds. Captain Nuetica, you um as soon as you wake up, Albert has a a set of um of weights there for you. It's your favorite thing to do in the morning. You start pumping some weights. Aren't I in a hospital bed? Yeah, it doesn't matter. You're Captain Nuetica. Doesn't matter. You got to have the commitment, man. Yeah. <laughs> Thor and Thunderlord, as you wake up, there is a tray over your bed. There is a whole, like a whole haunch of turkey, a big mug of ale, peas, corn, bacon eggs all piled up in this big pile. Biclops, you are tinkering away, fixing up a new cruiser laying underneath it, using a wrench to tighten something. Little, um, little bulk walks into the hospital room, um, with some hot tea and sits down, um, next to Captain Nuetica. That was a sticky wicket you're on there, fellow. You, uh, you did not look in good shape. Captain? He's dead! My captain, my captain! <laughs> I start performing CPR. You start performing no. CPR? I was just... Stop! I was just doing weights! Alfred walks in... <laughs> sorry, not Alfred, sorry. Albert walks in and he's like, I told him to have a nap! Little bulk, what are you doing? Get your mouth off I of him. 
I offered him some tea and he's passed out. It was sleepy time tea. <laughs> <laughs> As um, Biclops, you walk in covered in grease with a with like a pipe wrench in your hand. You're about to give them the good news that the cruiser is almost finished. Probably another couple days work. You're walking into the room there and all of you see this shadowy figure just appear out of nowhere in the room with a hood, with a bow, a quiver on their back. You cannot see their face, but you hear a voice. The assassins of Rajal Ghul will be coming to Darkhaven to deal with the collective. I mark the four of you dead. And that is where we'll leave this holiday special episode. Ooh, that is an ominous finish. Nice. I'm going to say something witty, but we missed it. <laughs> <laughs>